goodness, because the way you're dressed, we shouldn't be on TV. We should not be on TV. Actually, I shouldn't be on television. You're in the bright green Brighton Company shirt. If I was in a green shirt on the the green screen, all you'd see is my head. That'd be an interesting effect, wouldn't it? Just the The little arms arms floating? Yeah, I do have... I just wore my coat in. I don't know why. It's hot out. But, well, I say we're on the radio because we were sitting talking, and all of a sudden you hear the music going, oh, we better get going. Brett Ridge, Dave Crane Jr. here with you on the Hawkeye Huddle. Trent Condon along the way. 1700 KBGG and around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com. That's thehawkeyehuddle.com. That's where you can check out our podcast. If you miss any portion of today's program, it will be out there, give or take a few hours tomorrow morning uh, when we get it up. But uh, we'll get her, we'll get her out When there. we get the podcast when, up. Yes, yes, in the morning. Yeah, that's what we mean. Hawks with the big victory this weekend up in Ames. The first time ever that Kirk Ferentz has had a double-digit uh, deficit in the fourth quarter and come from behind on the road to win. Is that true? It's true. Never happened. Four times overall. This is the fourth time over. He's, he's done it three times at home, double-digit deficits. My last recollection of that was against Pitt. Van, okay. Vandenberg? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that Threw was the, like the big touchdowns one. Yeah, in the, a row. Martin Manley as a yep. freshman, yes. catching yep. a couple of those. Big def- deficit. And then other th- I mean, I'd have to go back and study it. I just know that oh, he's wait, never Penn done it. State? When uh, Claiborne blocked the punt? No, that was out that, there. That's out there. On the road. No, the, the victory with uh, Danny Murray making Were the we kick. down 10? That's what I'm trying to think. They were down 10 nothing in that game. Yeah, but not in the fourth but not quarter. not in the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. Oh. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting assignment. I have to think about it maybe while we go to break. When we go to break. I well, but but it's never happened on the road before. So uh, people, you know, who are saying, "Hey, did you think we were going to lose?" Well, of course you thought you were going to lose. It's never happened before. He's never. He is sixteen and seventy-two when trailing going into the fourth quarter. Every once in a while. Oh my good lord! So it's it was a great come from behind victory. Never once happy. did I think we were going to lose. I was concerned. Oh, you were concerned. I but I Trent thought we were going to lose from the opening it, kickoff. Oh, After the Man, first I, series of plays, Trent had thrown in the towel yes. and was clearly <laughs> and quickly admonished yeah. by me on Twitter. Yeah. Thrown in the towel immediately. Oh, There's no indication that Iowa can score today, is what you said. Yeah, three, much, yeah. three and out. Um, it's over. Take the L out of lover, and it's over. Well, so that that brings up the interesting point that this game, uh, aside from the fact that we both kind of had it at three points as a Hawkeye victory. Other than that, we were right about nothing. And when I mean nothing, I mean we were right about zero about what was going to happen on Saturday. We saw a defensive battle, low scoring. Uh, offenses were going to struggle a little bit. Nate Stanley going to have a tough time on the road in his first game. Uh, you know, We basically were right about nothing. Iowa didn't tackle well. They had a tough time on defense. I don't know what he's talking we about. Were... I had 24-21. I don't even remember what well, you, you didn't had. Have the, so you had the four and the one. I had 20-17 to 17, Iowa. You had 24. So you had the four and the one on the back end of the twos. Based Correct. upon the first week that both teams played, it would have been logical to su- suggest yep. Yep. that a defensive struggle was was in play. And here's the thing that I came away with. Nate Stanley throws those underneath passes and mid-range passes as well as any Iowa quarterback that, well, certainly since Ricky Stanzi, um, he throws those balls great. He struggles on deep pass, even though he's got an arm that probably could throw it out the stadium. Absolutely. The interesting thing is, is that on two of the drives where we missed wide open deep plays, they still went down and scored touchdowns. No, we scored three out of the four times he missed open, open wide open deep balls. Yes, so Jacob, it didn't, didn't Jacob end, Part yeah. 
and his mullet can throw that seam pass pretty good. Mm-hmm. Our D-backs showed their inexperience against... If Is Iowa going to play a better receiving core the rest of the season? I don't know about it. Uh, so, no. I don't probably think so. Not, no. Probably not. No. But not in terms of size. Not in terms of size and experience. speed, right? Penn State, right. they're young. Uh, okay. Ohio State is talented. Yes. Ohio State's uh, quarterback I, sucks. Well, Iowa that's State, the other part. So, look, and, and I would say, so I, I was sitting there thinking about how accurate I thought Jacob Park was. And then was surprised when the stats came out, and he actually wasn't quite as accurate as, as Nate. But what oh. it was is they dro- they dropped four or five balls. Well, they, they were open. I mean, I went out at halftime to see the, the fellas out in the parking lot at halftime, and then and and, uh, and I went out and I said, and it was, was twenty one ten a half. Well, it was fourteen and ten, and I said, first of all, stop the game. Second of all, stop the game because Iowa State has guys open all over the field, and they're going to score more points in the second half if that continues. And it and it certainly did. Captain I mean, we just saw obvious. it. Well, I, Iowa I State will score more points in the second half. If, if that can, I, my question to them was, could, does it look that way on TV? And they're like, yeah. And I said, okay. So that so I just saying it was it was obvious they were open. And I don't know if that's a speed thing. I don't know what that is, but yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to be more talented. But I will say this: I thought Jacob Park was was extremely accurate. I was surprised when I saw that his stats weren't. That he didn't have a higher percentage, right? I was surprised. I mean, I'm not tracking that during the game. I'm kind of watching. In my brain, I remember them dropping two balls and maybe three, and clearly the one on the five in the overtime. I had about about five that they dropped. But Park also struggles with the timing throws. Yeah, that's that's not his strength. He saw plenty of those that went wide. Yeah, I think so too. That you're right, Kelly Stoffer. Who was the color analyst? Seems to know everything about everything, doesn't he? Except After, for how to game. how to pr- pronounce someone's name, which I am no expert at. Um, or listing it on the screen's apparently a problem because Boom Myers started for Iowa the other day. Really got you know, out of that. like that. Boom Myers, it's yeah, yeah. a great new name. He yeah. d- he delivers the boom. Yeah. But uh, you know, even down in distance, he, he kept saying how g- good Iowa was on first down passes. And two of the passes that he was referring to, one of them happened on second and seven, and the other one was on second and nine. And I'm like, is is this guy watching the game? It, 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 I, no. And believe me, I'm sitting there watching the game. I'm drinking beer. I'm enjoying myself. Shocker. I'm I'm in a in a comfortable position. I'm not the dude on the sidelines of the Broncos game yesterday, stammering and stuttering. <laughs> anyway, Sergio Dig. Yeah, yeah, dig. Yeah, I yeah. said digs. It was dip, isn't it? Yeah, it's dip. It's dip. Yeah. Blank. So that guy was awesome. So, I love that kid. Uh, so yeah. I, you know, they I should go, keep him on soccer. I want to go back to something you said because it was one of the things I, I I thought that. So I came out of the stadium after the game, and I couldn't believe how everybody who'd been watching out at the tailgate thought that Nate. They all were telling me we're going to have to work on Stanley. Talking about how you oh, had terrible, terrible. I'm like. What are you talking about? He threw for 333 yards and five touchdowns. This is after the game. This is our friends. This is all of yours and my friends. After the game. And they all watched outside, right? Right. I tried to do that, but couldn't take it. So their imbidement may have clouded their judgment. Maybe, and it also may have been the angle with which they're watching on TV, and there's some things that maybe they couldn't see. Because in my mind, what I saw was, number one, the same thing you said. I saw Nate Stanley throw a 12-yard to 15-yard ball across the field 
to the corners, down and outs, over the seam, wherever he wanted to, like throw that ball as well as I've seen anybody throw it. Ricky Stanley was the last guy that had that sort of that sort of a bullet touch right in that that range, right? In my and, mind. And he's got a gun for an arm, so it actually gets there a little bit quicker. So number one, that's the first thing. The other thing I saw out of that is, hey, we actually ran past the six on third down when we were trying to pass. And nobody's really been talking about this. You want to talk about Brian Ferentz calling a great game. That's part, part of it is a, a number of things mixing it up. The other thing was, we didn't run dumb patterns on third and nine. We didn't run a six-yard out. We ran a nine or a ten-yard out. It was beautiful. And I just kept saying to myself, look, he only had to catch the ball and go down, and he got a first down. And coupled with that, the offensive line actually protected. Remember the struggles the last two years of that offensive line and pass protection? No question. Over 30 sacks the last two years. And they kept Nathan Stanley clean for the most part against a lot of pressure. They did a great job from what they were the last two years. But do you know why? So aside from the fact that I, I, I think there's improvement there, one of the reasons why is there's suddenly there's fewer options for Iowa State to send, right? Because they had to actually cover the middle of the field because mm-hmm. Iowa ran Noah Fant. Amir, uh, Amir Smith-Marset, and I can't remember who Hawkinson. the other... Hawkinson. straight down the middle of the field mm-hmm. and got him wide open. So now your safeties can't cheat up to Schemes. help your D-backs. Look at this, a scheme that actually stops either team from being able to send the house. And suddenly, well, magically, you're pass-protecting. Well, how, about, how, about, how about this? On the great pass, catch, and run by Akron Wadley to score the tying touchdown, the 46-yard play. Got to be one of the top... Had Three to four plays in, in Kirk Ferentz, Kirk Ferentz tenure at Iowa. Okay, that's uh, some I, I hyperbole. Mean, but I, back, no, it, it, it was a good, that, think it was, about that. It was a good play. There's no question yeah. about it. And it was it was exciting. I'll bet Akron was the fifth option on that play, and he snuck out of the backfield. He went down about. I mean, you could tell that this was a design. This wasn't him just sort of reading it. He went down about three or four yards, cut left right in front of Joel Lanning. Got enough separation, nothing was open downfield, and they they bounced it out to him, and then Akram went Akram, and it was it, superhuman. I don't know if it was that, but it was a, it was a tremendously good effort and great play to get in the end zone to tie the football game and suck the wind out of the stadium. It it, it did at that point in time. That's when you really felt okay. They're probably. I, I, it'll be interesting, but I didn't think Iowa State was going to come back from that. Was, I mean, they they did. You know, obviously, overtime uh, they they got the field goal, but yeah, I, I it sucked the wind right out of the state. People could not believe what they just saw. And I'll tell you, there's you, a great you, picture online of I don't know. There's a term for what you're, you're your head, surrender, the surrender, 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 cobra. surrender. Yes. There's a term for this yes. where your hands are on your head, yes. and there's about I don't know. It looks like. 2,000 people in direct angle behind the picture of him going in the end zone in that pose. So from where I was standing, yoga? from where I was standing, I saw that pass. So first of all, you could see it develop, right? And, and you mentioned something else great about So this is why I'm coming out of this game. Yeah, it's, okay, Nate's got to work on the deep ball. Okay, we all get it. Okay, everybody, we get it. Okay, now let's go to all these things he did well. And you, again, the passes to Hawkinson. Again, earlier in the so as the game progressed, as the game progressed last week and as this game progressed, he suddenly started to find, okay, this is how long I have to look for the deep ball. And now here's my progression, right? And now here's my progression. And the reason that progressions work is because guys come open late, right? Sometimes it's a designed, a designed right. dump off. 
And sometimes it's a dump off because everybody starts to move on downfield. And and then, and he started finding that. And I agree with you. There were a couple of them that you mentioned. The one to Hawkinson, and this one to Akron was the same way. It, it, they could tell us it was designed. I think it was. They looked downfield, and then he looked over and oh, he saw I him. I don't think there's any question. You and, watch his head on that play, and he's he, looking all over the field. And it, all of a sudden, he goes boom, and then and the protection, as Trent was saying, was, was spectacular. Right, he had all kinds of time to throw. Then you see this. So now it, they're coming right at our corner, like where I was standing, right? And I saw the seam. I mean, I, I, I mean, you, I could just see it. And I'm thinking to my, in, in the instantaneous way that you think about these things. <clears throat> I actually am thinking. I, I did, ran through my head. That's a touchdown. And and he's got. There's all, and so I'm started to screaming. Yes, that's a touchdown. Yes, the guy next. For the to love me, of God. The, yes, the guy, I know. Yes. I know. And the guy next to me, and there's an Iowa fan standing there too. And he's like, he's like, I could have sworn he was going to get tackled at twenty. I'm like, there's no way they were bringing him down in the open field. Even and he just totally, you know, he just threw that one head fake at the ten yard line and bowled in. It was beautiful, but I, you could see it developing, and you know. So here's the difference, okay? Butler Butler has some talent, and I'm glad he's on the team. And one of the things he does take a hit and keep churning, right? But there were a number of times the other day where you saw where Akram would have bounced the play a different way than what Butler did, and Akram probably would have gotten more yardage. And Akram is going to to be an NFL back because of that. He the, has that sideways, and Butler's got a little bit. Just it's just not the same every time. You know, when he cut inside, they were backed up inside their own fifteen. It, Oh, he yeah, cut it back outside. in, yeah. and if he bounced it out, or if Akram had that carry, he would have bounced it outside, and, and it very well could have been a 88-yard touchdown. Right, right. right. And but, it's vision, it's zone blocking scheme. Butler hasn't worked in a zone blocking no, scheme. No, he's been running read options. He'll get better right. at that. This too. is three years for Akram, yeah. and you, you know you're right. Absolutely good point. The the other thing though is that, and I think we've seen this in the, in the first two games a lot, is that I don't know how many runs somebody could look it up, but I'm going to guess that there's been in the first two games. 10 to 12 runs that have either been for negative yardage or zero. And part of that is instead of trying to take four, Wadley trying to make a move and, and make 12. And while we love it if that works, we also have to recognize, and he even said so, and I, don't, I think it was after this game, sometimes it's okay if we just take four. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, and it's a win. Yeah. It's a win. The old Fred Russell. You know, the, yeah. the conversation about Fred Russell versus, you know, what they had with Cedric Shaw were Jermel Lewis. Jermel when those two Rice. guys were, yep. while Lewis were, was out. The, different people, backs, right? People love Lewis, but Fred Russell could also break off and get that 40-yarder that Jermel couldn't get every time. Right, and right. I think that's what you have a little bit right. here, too. It, it is. It's a great change of pace. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great way to spell Wadley, and then Butler's going to get his carries. And I think you're right. He'll get better at that zone blocking scheme and seeing where to go. I it, it, All in all... Really, really fun stuff. Uh, uh, we can talk about um, about the atmosphere if you want. Some of the things that went on around the stadium after we come back. I like to hear. It, is, uh, it was an interesting day in there's, all, all there's kinds of manner, all manner of ways. And let's face it, we're not going to really spend a lot of time talking about North Texas. So, anyway, we'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 KBGG. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, 
specialty roofing and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Sponsored by Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant, no one wants to be the sweaty guy at work, right? So pick up some new Dove Men Plus Care. 91% of guys who use it recommend it. If your basement leaks or floods, or if you have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented my pillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed, it's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special you'll get 50% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. If the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 3737 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give him a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. 
Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Dave Creighton Jr., Trent Condon, 1700. The Big Talker. Is it still the Big cho- Talker? I don't know. We got the champ on the wall in here. We, I know well, that's an old sign. I know it is. But we've, we've moved it around. It's got all kinds of autographs on I it. I see that. From the cop man. The cop man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's World's from, largest roller Yeah, that's right. In the back of his car. Absolutely. <laughs> He'll show you. Yeah. It's in his trunk. Um, it's in his trunk. Uh, I want to thank some of the great sponsors we got here. In fact, uh, I don't want to pass this up because uh, you know we we have uh, we have a relatively new uh, sponsor to the family. It's, it seems like we're not giving them enough due on the air. So, uh, our friends at Christopher's Restaurant have uh, have joined the fair. We appreciate that uh, going all the way back. They've been there for a long time, and they go all the way back. Years. Uh, that's where I had my rehearsal dinner for my first uh, for my first first, in Karen, in first, first encounter marriage. with marriage. Yes. First encounter with marriage is right. But we did. We had a rehearsal dinner there. And actually, um, been there many, many times over the years. Appreciate them. Uh, the Judas Essie family uh, come to the table. Yeah, it's you been know. great. So that's going to be good. Uh, of course, uh, Temple and Rye back for another year with us. So we appreciate that. Uh, the last call sponsorship. And, of course, our friend uh, Mr. Kozlowski at Kozlowski Law. I can't remember the phone number off the top of my head. But... Uh, yeah. David, David Kozlowski, I'll, I'll he look. of the uh, relatively svelte uh, um, figure these days, uh, lost a bunch of weight out there this summer, did a great job, worked out, and on top of that, uh, does a great job with family law as well. Uh, you'll get a phone number here any minute, won't you? In theory, go ahead. All right. So, um, aside from that... 515-229-2170. Kozlowski Law, right there. Aside from that, so... Saturday, uh, two things. I, I was not going to go in. I was convinced that I would sit with our friends. We would tailgate, and I would sit with our friends in the parking lot and watch the satellite TV, the big screen satellite TV that our friend Andy Gerken had brought along and put in the back of his Suburban. And I was nice. going to do it. It was going to be great. And we had chairs, and everybody was set up. Did and you have folding lawn chairs, we, like with the mesh, or were these the bag chairs? These were all bag chairs, yes. We had the bag I chairs. I the folding yeah. lawn chairs with mesh are underrated. We, they, I, they, and they're, they're not around very often anymore. Well, uh, Grandma used to have them, and yeah. they scraped me on the back of my legs. Yeah. Anyway, so about a half hour before the game, it occurred to me. And I said, hey, self, is there a delay between this, when the satellite signal goes up into space and then comes down somewhere to a relay and then pops over to your TV. And they're like, yeah, it's like three or four seconds. I'm like, okay. So you, so you hear the roar of the crowd. So the game starts. Now, I, so I'm a, a basket case anyway. I go over three or four times, check on what prices the tickets are, and I'm like, okay, 120 bucks for a single ticket. Where for I, you for know, those that don't know, Brett Ridge is the cheapest bastard on earth when it comes to this. We call it thrift. Parsimonious. We call it thrift. So I go over, and, it, and I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm going to do this. It's going to be fun to sit with everybody, keep having a little libation, you know, and it'll be fun. A little. so Right, a lot, whatever. So I, I'm gonna, I drank Fireball after every touchdown. Uh, the, you do the math. I've, I, I've, I've done that with you. We've done that at your house a number of times. But when am I getting the invite for that? Yeah, Dude, it's, it's, it's going to be happy to be away game. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's an away game thing. So anyway, I get over there. Game starts. And you hear the roar of the crowd, and I look on TV, and it appears as if they're not even ready to play. So now I'm timing it, and it's it's a good 30, 35, 40-second delay. I mean, no it's a full, way. It was. 
the roar of the crowd, and then I looked down. Have, did he, had he paused something? No, it just it was that long of a delay. Now, apparently, you know, I, I've done that before. I've been watching a game with um, and texting friend, my buddy that lives out in Seattle, and he'll be stop. You're a minute ahead, of, a full minute ahead of me, like in a basketball game or something. How is that? I don't know. Okay, I'm just telling you this is what it was. So then I'm like, that's it. I can't do it. I, and, and he, <laughs> and, and and Gherkin had the line that he said. He said, I knew uh, when I saw that delay that Ridge was going to get hives. There was just no way that he could take this. So I, I got one off, the, and I got a decent price. I got one off the street, went in, and I go what in. What was the price? To find a decent price, $20. 30, 30 bucks. 30 bucks. 30 bucks. Thrifty. Guy, guy, a guy wanted 80 and I gave him 30 Anyway. Um, so, and, a, and a strong piece of advice. I, yeah, I did. Sell this earlier, <laughs> Sell dude. this earlier. Would have made more. Could have so, sold this for fifty to the other smo over there. Well, he could have sold it to me for forty uh, about a half hour earlier, probably. So anyway, I get in, I, I watch the game. I got a nice little place to stand back uh, uh, down in the in the. Uh, I guess that would be the southwest corner, southeast. Are you corner. on the grass? No, uh, it's the it's the new end zone down there, and I just was under the shaded area there, and just stood behind the kind of right behind the bleachers. There's standing room there, and I just kind of took a spot, and that's where I was. It was great. I'm not moving. Right. Now, I could I had a seat, but this was a good spot to stand. There's and, 73 yeah. Permar people looking yeah. at him, and, and he's and, just and going, I'm, I'm not moving. No, I'm not, don't pay attention to me. So, this goes I'm very... media. This goes, yes, exactly. Look, look at my past. Did you see Marty? No. Oh, that's too bad. This goes very well for three quarters, right? I've got... Jovial Iowa State fans next to me and in front of me. We're all kind of having a good time. You see clear in that section? Uh, I did. No. Anyway, they were they were having a good time. We're having a good time. I'm allowed to yell, cheer for the Hawks. They're allowed, and they're, they're letting me do that. But I'm not being you know lippy right. about much of anything. And it's a great game, and we're enjoying this. And suddenly, drunk, drunk douche Iowa fan shows up. Next Iowa to us. fan. Iowa fan. Okay. And he wants to be my buddy. Of course right? he does. Because I'm an Iowa fan, sure. and he wants to be my buddy. And when I say that word, which I will not keep repeating, but that's 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 the level of of, of uh, what he was, right? How he many high giant, fives did you get in the first four minutes? I got like ten of them, and then I got a body slam on my broken rib. And then he went, and what it was was when we were down ten, and he starts body slamming everybody and stepped on some little Iowa State girl's toes and... You know, and so now the Iowa State fans are getting angry at him, right? And it, and this continues. Then and, he starts, and now the Permar people no, are they're, coming. They're not coming. This is what was killing me. I'm like, does somebody go get the Permar people to get this guy out of here? He's ruining the game for me, right? So this guy, so that we go, and he he continues, and he gets in on. He's he's going down on, um, starts going in on how Iowa State fans are going to blame this on the officials, even though it's ten to one in in penalties, which is a good point because I have never heard with that kind of a lopsided penalty flag n- number the amount of complaining that I heard in the stands in front of me. It was amazing, but anyway, so he starts in on this. I earned every one of those I, penalties. Uh, a couple of those pass interference penalties were pretty iffy, but but aside from that. So okay. he starts, and he keeps going, he keeps going, he keeps going. So finally, we go into overtime, and he literally says, you know what, I, I can't do any more, but get in tr- trouble, I'm out. And we're all like, yes, right? And he's gone until we got the ball on the five-yard line for the last play. Somehow he's back, right? And he's got Don't his hands. do you just know he had to go pee? And get a bottle of blue Gatorade that was cold and sticky, and that when we scored, he then shook up and threw all over everybody all around us. And then took off. Now, who's the only guy wearing black and gold that is within eyesight of any Iowa State fan, including the 15 drunk guys who are now literally, literally, 
literally in tears. I saw no less than five Iowa State fans crying. Men? men. College-age men crying. After I'm not kidding you. And they came at me because well, be. I was the drunk Iowa blank, you wanna, you blank. You want to know what their problem was, Trent? What's that? They didn't have the four points. <laughs> they, 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 they had them on the they, money right. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. They had the three. Yeah. That, that's so, bad betting. That, hey, it, was, it was bad. Rookies. They, uh, they, College they, kids. The one guy. There goes the books. The one guy grabs me by the, the by, shirt. By the shirt. And he tells me to get the FDF out of the FDF and stadium and his city and never to come back. And, oh, I'm going to help you out, in fact, he start, says. And he starts to drag me, to which his other buddy says, hey, uh, he's old. He, he says, hey, <laughs> maybe that's not a good idea and kind of swipes it away. And now another guy comes from behind me. No. And I'm like, I'm go- hey, guys, it wasn't me. Hey, hey, hey. And by know? the way. I'm trying to get the FDF out of this FDF. Yeah, place can I, because I, I, I don't want to be here I want to leave now, actually. I, I wanted to swing, sing the beer song, but, you know. Hey, now you I got another guy coming in. throwing your butt out of the stadium. And they're, they're, now the other guy is going to walk me out, right? And I'm looking at the people who I've been talking to for the last two hours going, little help. Something. Little help. Little you, help. You know Finally, one of them says, hey, hey, not him. And then they want to argue. It was, too. I saw him. He threw the Gatorade. And I'm like. No. <laughs> anyway, I had to have three or four. Did Iowa you have any forensic science, uh, forensic uh, files uh, yeah. moment? So, <laughs> so we, we did the uh, DNA yeah. on the Gatorade bottle, anyway, and none of it was Brett Ridges. Anyway, no punches were thrown. Iowa State fans came to my aid. No, well, you wanted to know why? Why they were Methodists? Well, good people all around. <laughs> They're right? always nice. Always nice. Good people all around. I got out of the stadium without a problem, and I actually got a compliment. That it was enjoyable watching the game with me this time. I, I I think last time I was there, I should have been punched for chirping as much as I did the last time I was there. But this time, I was playing it nice. I was playing it good. And There's a reason punched. I don't go to that stadium to watch that game. It, it, I know. And, and it's not even, it's not my, because when I sit and watch a game, you might you all might find this surprising. I don't talk very much. No, he doesn't. I, he, doesn't I, like, he doesn't like to be talked to I much. don't like to, I don't. Shut up. I, okay. my, my buddy will talk to me, not you, like Bazinski, who I was watching the game yeah. with. And he'll say, Dave. And I'll be like, I know. And that that pretty much the end that's, of the conversation. That's the conversation. Yeah, yeah and, and and that was fine by me. Now, I will sit there. When, they, when the Hawks had it, what do we got before the break? Okay, so they line up and they call a timeout. Iowa State calls timeout before the final touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this. And I'm looking at the formation. And this is the play call that I had in my head was that um, the wide receiver was going to basically do a quick slant on the inside and run a pick for Fant to come That's out. That's what I thought we were doing, too. Right, I thought we were going right to run the same we place where the, the tight end. where the ball was caught. Yep. I thought we were going to rub the tight end out there. Absolutely. That's what I thought he was doing. And when he went in motion after the play, all that, di- all that was was a tease on, in terms of the formation yeah. to get Iowa State actually going inside, which worked, and then he came out, and Smith... Yeah. Marset? I want to say IKM, but that's a wrong one. I get them mixed up. Ivory, Kylie, Martin, yeah. and... This yes. is ISM. And, uh, yeah. Keenan, Martin, Manley, and... Yeah. I don't know. All anyway, these dashes. Right. Just call him Dash. Dash. That's uh, my son's nickname. Anyway, so he runs a little out, Stanley puts it right there in the money, and he catches it, and I'm like, that's a touchdown, and that's a ball game. And, you know... Let the Gatorade flow. Right. <laughs> and, and, and were you throwing the Gatorade? I don't know. But that was that was 
I don't know if that's the best play he called all day, but that was certainly one of them. It was very well designed. The first time all day we'd gone power eye, and it threw him off, too. They called a timeout to try to figure out what was going on, right? right. And they didn't even know what to do. Uh, Brian Ferentz got to give a lot of, get a lot of props in this. All right, we got to take a break. We're over, but it's talking about what happened to the stadium. So much fun. We'll be back. Uh, Tom Cakert of HawkeyeReport.com right here on the Hawkeye Huddle 1700. KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Brought to you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. Can you finish this little ad phrase? There are some things money can't buy. For everything else, there's... Right. Most people know, for everything else, there's MasterCard. But this message isn't about MasterCard. It's about how your memory works. Why is it you remember certain ad messages and literally hundreds of songs that you never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It can make a good tune or a good idea stick. Now here's a question. Would you like to learn the five secrets of making a message for your business sticky? You know, memorable and powerful? Then just call us and ask to speak to our ad strategy manager. He'd be glad to share them with you. No obligation. The good thing is, with radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then when someone's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. Hi, this is Clint Burkhall. If you'd like to learn the five secrets of a powerful campaign, just call me here at the station, 331-9200. We are glad to share them. All money managers may seem pretty much the same. But while some money managers may recommend high-commission investment products, Fisher Investments avoids them. Some money managers may have hidden and layered fees. Fisher Investments never does. And while some money managers are happy to earn commissions from you, whether you do well or not, Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when you do better. In other words, we're structured to be on your side. Maybe that's why most of our clients 
come to us from other money managers. Talk with us and find out why so many experienced investors are switching to and staying with Fisher Investments. Fisher Investments, clearly better money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Visit us at fisherinvestments.com to find out what we can do for you. At the Home Depot, free carpet insulation means free carpet insulation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sussex family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Never did the beer song sound so good as it did Saturday afternoon. It always sounds good. I know, but I'm just saying it's never sounded any better. It sounded that good, and it sounded great. Even though I was being dragged out of the stadium with it by well, by thankfully, crying it, Iowa State thank, fans. thankfully it wasn't by security. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and that well that has yet to happen. But either way, so great victory for the Hawks up there on the line with us now, Tom Cakert of HawkeyeReport.com. And, uh, Tom, it was a great victory. Uh, you know, Iowa has uh, had a difficult time over the years coming from behind. But, uh, you know, one of the things that was interesting the other day was was Iowa had uh, the – they had the long drive going, four, four drives of uh, 89 yards or longer. Um, so when Iowa got the ball down at the end of the game there, it, it almost – it didn't seem impossible for them to run, go down the field and score. No, they they – Played really well. I mean, there was that stretch after they got up twenty-one to ten, and kind of maybe uh, played a little bit too conservatively. But Iowa State got going and uh, going offensively and defensively, ripped it up and got the lead. And then you thought, well, Iowa's done, and they're not going to come back from this. And then uh, you know, Akram Wadley happens, and He's just such a dynamic player, uh, such a difference maker, and you just get to try to find ways to get the ball to him in space and let him do his magic. And you know, you've got uh, Amir Smith Marset who makes a great catch. You got um, Park makes a uh, bad decision, and Parker Hesse uh, ends up with his uh, second interception 
uh, and uh, almost runs it into the end zone again. Uh, just uh, you know, a team effort from Iowa to come back and and uh, once you once they held Iowa State to a field goal in that uh, beginning of overtime, you knew the Hawks were going to punch it in. It certainly felt like that, and and you know, amazing that the score is forty four forty one. The last time it was overtime, triple overtime that time in Ames, but uh, a, a great game and and watching the growth of Nate Stanley at quarterback. Um, the reemergence of James Daniel at center. We haven't talked about that. Uh, what a difference he makes. And, of course, the unfortunate loss of Ike Bacher. We haven't spoken about that. And Kirk mentioned that today. He's out for the rest of the season. No questions asked, right? Yeah, he's done. He's uh, towards Achilles. So he's uh, four to six months on the shelf. So he will not be. Uh, he's played his last snap for the Hawkeyes. Uh, just that, that sixth year, just isn't logically going to happen i don't think uh so um yeah he's he's done and now we'll see what happens with the offensive line because they tried a couple different combinations on uh saturday and finally settled on one and i I think that might be the the golden ticket line but we'll we'll see and they're also probably going to um, take the red shirt off of uh, Tristan Wirfs. Well, that was the uh, next. That, yeah, that was the next question we were, we were going to go. First of all, I would say the one thing you know, over the last couple of years, when when Welsh has had to play tackle, he's played really well. And I've always kind of yeah. I, was it a Northwestern of, game yeah, that he played tackle? And they graded the road yeah. and just beat the snot out of Northwestern up there, and then they moved him back to guard. And I, I've kind of wondered. Man, it, it seems like he's good. I mean, and you know that that's, you got to get your best five guys in the field, the, right? Right. So, uh, and and I needed to play at the tackle position, but Welsh out there is not going to be a problem. I think that's going to be great. It's going to be a matter of, of how the guys inside do uh, do and how Boone or Boom Myers, depending on which broadcast you were watching, how he does uh, with his injury. But Tom, yeah, let's talk a little bit about Tristan Wirfs now. Um, you don't want to blow a, a red shirt on a kid who looks to be, you know, looks to be that good. Unless you need him, and yet at this point, I, I think Kirk said something today about the it, he's being he's leaning into that direction now. It's bound to happen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, he's he basically said he's going to play uh, this week. Now, uh, th- this will be the the great debate. Is you know, I can see it right now that Iowa fans are going to complain about quote unquote wasting his year if he doesn't play enough snaps and. I'm just not sure how they're going to work him in. Uh, if you put Welsh at one side and, and Alaric Jackson at the other at tackle, um, how do you mix him in there? And is it, you know, moving Welsh back to guard and um, doing some things there? Are you just going to throw him into the deep end and see how he does on Saturday? Or are you going to just kind of try and squeeze him in there and bring him out and in and out a little bit and, and get him a series here and there? But they've got to get them ready because they're just, you know, Boone can't play tackle right now, I don't think, effectively. And um, Bodker's out. So you're just down tackles. You've got to get them ready because you're one high ankle sprain away from having to have the kids start probably. Well, and, you know, we can go back. James Daniels, as a freshman, got thrown in the mix. I think it was at Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken. was his. It was either the first game he played or the first game he started. Uh uh, Brian Balaga got thrown in the mix, sort of. I don't know if that was unexpected or, or earned, but it was certainly. Uh, I'll go back. I'll go back even further. Like, uh, what was it? Oh, three, maybe. Uh, um, 
at Ohio State, Mike Jones gets thrown yeah, in Mike there. Jones. Yep. Played, a, yep. played a minute. Right. He got thrown in there. Yeah, there was, you know, there's there's been cases of this where they just got to kind of throw them in there and see what they can do. In every one of those circumstances, all those guys became and were great linemen for the University of Iowa. Right. Right. So, yeah. you know, this is a good week to do it if you have to. I mean, you, theoretically, a lot of, could do some experimentation, rest guys here a little bit more, you know, here and there. But I agree. I think if if I'm liking the way the offensive line is right now with Welsh and, and Jackson at the tackles, I'm not, I'm not sure I want to be pushing. But Welsh you know, wasn't playing tackle. Ike was. Well, but now so, he right. But so right. if you put Welsh back at guard, put yeah, Worfs at, at at, hey, at tackle and and say, all right, dude, let's go. We're yeah, gonna have that's your best five. We're gonna have a redshirt freshman yeah. at left tackle, a Red true shirt. freshman at right. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. So, um, a couple of other interesting things. Uh, so, um, Michael Ojemudia, OJ, OJ, uh, replaces uh, Manny Ragumba in the uh, in, in the third quarter there, Tom. And then we only saw Manny come in nickel and dime. Dude, that was uh, in after the, that. That was in the second. Was that in the second quarter? Uh, a bit of a surprise there. Now, thoughts on that just from a standpoint of, first of all, skill level, or is this uh, an attitude thing that they might might have been looking at? Um, not sure what it was, but we found out today it was Kirk Ferentz who made that decision. It wasn't Phil Parker. Kirk said, I got him out of there. So it was. I think it was more performance-related. Just He just didn't seem to have the intensity that I think Kirk was looking for. Uh, at that position, so they, you know, they've said for a long time that they felt like they've had, they've got three starters at that position. So, um, yeah, I think they're, um, you know, I, I, I think Manny will get the call again on uh, Saturday as a starter, depending on how practice goes this week. Maybe he's got his full attention now, uh, and then, uh, uh, but I think we'll see OJ a lot out there. I. The interesting thing this weekend is, and Iowa got penalized for this, the 12 men on the field against a quick up-tempo uh, offense, is, this is they're going up against one of those air raid teams, Mike Leach-type team that just gets it and goes every you know, 12 seconds or whatever they do. So subbing in and out is going to be hard, so they may come out and you know, just play nickel. Just play nickel play the whole time. The whole, yeah. yeah, just play oh. nickel the whole time. I, it'll be interesting to see what they'll, uh, what they'll end up doing. All right, uh, Tom, real quick, last thing. Um, schedules comes out for the 20 and 21 seasons, and uh, Iowa-Nebraska no longer on the Black Friday game. It's uh, it, And sounds like maybe Nebraska was, was the one that kind of won it out of that. Iowa-Wisconsin going to be the, uh, the way they round things out. Hey, you know, I'm bummed about not being on Black Friday right now. But no, I was going to play on Black Friday. They're just playing Wisconsin. Well, no, it's Saturday right now. It's not. It's not officially on Friday. But uh, they the will. Way, oh, I thought it, no. the way I read it was Iowa, Wisconsin on Black Friday, and uh, Nebraska, Minnesota on Saturday. Is no, that what you read, nope. Tom? No, no, it's not. It's uh, but right now both those games uh, that you just talked about are scheduled for Saturday. They, they either both schools would have to agree to it, and they'd have to take it to the Big Ten to get it confirmed and get the schedule changed to a Friday. And obviously, since it's 2020 and 2021, they haven't gone that far yet. Right. Still, interesting, uh, if you if you had to have anybody switched into your rivalry game to end of the year, I like Wisconsin, it's it's possibly for the conference championship or at least the, the West the side division. of the, the division championship. So kind of cool stuff there. And and uh, Tom just clarified for me what I was going to ask for the way that was. So we're gonna get, we got to run, don't we? Well, pretty much. And so, qu- real quick on North Texas, you see any uh, issues with the Hawks uh, rolling the 
Is it the Mean Green still? Yeah, Mean Green. Mean, they're they're still the Mean Green fighting armadillos. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I think Iowa should be able to put up a lot of points. I think they'll be able to run the ball really well against this team. So I I suspect that uh, uh, this is a big tune-up game. Iowa just got to take care of business, stay healthy, and then uh, we've got uh, Penn State, Penn State at night. coming in yeah. at night the next week. And uh, boy, you have to think there's a lot of revenge going into that one, given what happened last year. Absolutely. Well, Tom, uh, thanks for checking in. We'll talk to you next week, and we will get set for that big night game, uh, maybe even college game day coming to Iowa City uh, that day as well. well. We'll know a little bit more about that when we talk to you next week. Okay, thanks, guys. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, of course, a uh, frequent contributor every week. Annually. On the, uh, annually, annually, weekly. On the show, not right, not right, annual. And all the time here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Um, let's uh, So just real quickly, a couple things to point out, other additional things to point out. Nick Easley, we haven't even talked about him. He's a, uh, the first uh, player in Kirk Ferentz, uh, receiver in Kirk Ferentz uh, era at Iowa. Uh, to catch two t- touchdown pass in both of his first two games, so that's cool. How about Nate Stanley has eight touchdowns, and in 2013, the for the season they threw seven. Exactly right, and it's imagine most, that it is the most uh, the most touchdown passes by a player in the for his first two games under Kirk Ferentz as well. Did you so, know that uh, Nate Stanley can also spell the world word Ohio forwards and backwards? I think so. Yeah, and. Uh, Amir Smith Marset, I believe, if he once he starts this week, will be the first uh, true freshman to start as a wide receiver at, at, at Iowa. Is that, I thought I read that somewhere. I mean, somebody else can he maybe look. Dominique that, Douglas. Oh, maybe that's right. Yeah. Did, did he start? Did though? he start? Played. Played. Lots. He, he, not a lot. He also played uh, last week on special teams quite a bit. Um, I think he had a, a tackle on a kickoff. Dominique or, Douglas. No, Marset. who am I thinking of? Who's a kid Marset? from Valley? Oh, Daphne. You're, you're talking oh, about Dominique, Dominique Daphne. Daphne. No. Daphne. He didn't play last week. Sorry, yes. my bad. I, two Ds. Dominique. A couple of Dominiques. Last thought on, on this. Douglas so ended a little differently. Uh, yeah, right. There you go. Thank right. you, Mr. Daphne. Yeah, yeah, remember he had the money thing. And anyway, City last, little, last little thought coming out. Right. And I don't want to I don't want to put a jinx on him, so we'll knock here. <laughs> Miguel Rosinos has been uh, steady Eddie out there for him. And, He's got and the good rhythm. He, yeah. It's all about He's, the it's rhythm. It's all about the rhythm, right? But yeah, I get, got to give him credit. You know, he won that job, and he's been steady. And even though I know it was a chip shot the other day, that game tying field goal, and even that game tying extra point is still just a little bit. It, it, it should be noted um, that all fireball shot, shots are held until the, until extra, the extra point until the extra point is good. Uh, it's a good good policy. It is. You don't get them for six points. It's a good solid rule of thumb. Good. Now, if they go for two, it's sort of eh, whatever. Two weeks in a row, the off, or the uh, Big Ten Player of the Week, uh, Stanley was the Offensive Big Ten Player of the Week this week. Of course, uh, Josie Jewell, the defensive last week. I have a suspicion Josie Jewell didn't enjoy the film session the other day. He looks slower, Leon, even before the ankle roll. I wonder what, yeah, I wonder what the deal with that was. There was a couple of times that were, one was a delayed blitz, one was a straight-up blitz in the first half. I think he's just nicked. Maybe. I yeah, I, I thought he looked a little slow, too, but you know, some of those Iowa State receivers will do that to sure. you. But uh, I thought he did too. I thought he looked in, and they were out of position a number of times, mm-hmm. you know. And and that goes back to you know they 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 just didn't tackle worth a darn on Saturday. Now Montgomery's good, but they they had troubles not tackling other players as well. Yeah, that was another thing. I can't when I came out, everybody was talking about how great Iowa State's running back was, and I'm like, you look good. I I, I guess I missed 
that he was all American and going to be a, uh, go to the pros hey, right away. But it's you know. on the front page of the paper today. Uh, Randy Peterson calls him superhuman. Oh, he was superhuman. Well, he did run over a number of players on that one, a number of Iowa players on that one touchdown. So, all right, time now for our Templeton Rye last call, brought to you by Templeton Rye, the good stuff made right here in Iowa. And uh, what is your Templeton Rye? You go first. Last call. No, no, don't. Don't you usually? Oh, I. You went first last week. I did, and we're going to keep going. You going first? Um, I I I think we're going to see what we were talking about there. I think Tristan Wirfs is going to be subbed a bunch in there the other, uh, on uh, Saturday. I think they're going to sub a bunch of guys in there. They're going to do um, they're going to do a lot with trying to, to get some guys some more experience. Try to keep some guys healthy. Try to keep people uh, in and out, particularly um, depending on the weather. If it's hot or if it's rainy or whatever, it's supposed to be hot, isn't kind of, it? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be warm and and possibly rain. And I, and I think what Iowa, is this, a hurricane forecast. It's not nothing like a hurricane forecast. So I think the Hawks do very well, but I don't know that the. I, I think they're going to be fine on offense. I know that they're going to run it up, even though the Mean Green, you know, uh, North Texas State, by the way, has scored. Uh, I think they have fifty four and thirty two in the first two games. Of course, they haven't really played anybody. But SMU the other day. So let's give them. Let's give them two touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, getting a field goal, bringing him two touchdowns and a field goal. Seventeen Hawks, thirty five. 17. A rather pedestrian effort. They'll be up 35-7. to uh, Mean Green will get a couple of late touchdowns, make it 35-17. And Iowa will again lose ground in the coaches and the AP poll uh, for winning a game against a Power 5 conference team. North yeah, Texas is not, not a power no, five. But they team. did this week, right? Who in the who in the world uh, votes adds extra votes to Nebraska after they uh, get beat and get beat? It was forty two to seven, and at one takes point. them away from Iowa. Um, Iowa is going to roll North Texas. I don't know. They scored thirty two and gave up fifty four to SMU. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, time of possession, if I'm not mistaken, on Saturday was almost uh, thirty two, or wasn't thirty? Thirty eight twenty two. Thirty eight twenty two. If we have a situation like that, there's no chance North Texas is scoring 17 points. This is 41 to 10. Hawks. 41 to 10. And we can go home well, at the you're, end you're, of you're the not, third you're quarter. You're splitting hairs there. It's one touchdown. So you're pulling away from me there. I'm giving us one and then one. That's you, 14 points. You're giving us one and, and then one. Okay. All right. So it's a 14 point swing there. Lay it. With okay. confidence. As Kenny Miller would say, with confidence. With, with confidence. It, Hawks aren't. In other words, Hawks, Hawks aren't getting into the 60s. All right. I want to thank everybody for helping us out on the program today. They're not getting in the 60s, no. <laughs> Our great sponsors, of course, Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. For Trent Condon and Dave Creighton Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessig family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. 
He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realize we're always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options Casey Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for and affordable pricing. Visit Casey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Casey, and you will be too. Running low on the stuff you need? Time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones too. Like breakfast on the go with Chobani Greek yogurt cups, always $1 each. Or a pile of football laundry. Touchdown with a free $5 gift card when you buy any two Charmin, Tide, or Bounty products. Then clean up with Mrs. Meyer's dish soap and Scotch-Brite sponges on sale for only $3.79 each. Plus, we've lowered the prices on thousands of items. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. At the Home Depot, free carpet insulation means free carpet insulation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet $699 or more means free installation. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. Getting your flu shot at Walgreens is easier than ever. Just walk right in, and there's no cost to you with a $0 copay with most insurance. Plus, when you get a flu shot, you help provide a life-saving vaccine to a child in need through the UN Foundation. Swing by your local Walgreens anytime to get a flu shot and help make a difference. Get a shot, give a shot. It's that easy. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. Through August 31st, 2018, for every immunization.